Oh, Slay Queens and Slay Kings. Welcome to the Hashtag Slay to Success Show. My name is Rochelle Hemingway, and I am your host. This show talks about all the things to help you to level up, be on point, impress greatly, and to kill it, dominate it, and nail it in your personal and professional lives. Hashtag Slay is my lifelong mantra. I attach meaningful context to each letter of the word slay that stands for the grounding philosophies I've adopted over the years to keep me pushing and moving towards being the best version of myself and bringing out the best in others. S, stay ready to be ready. L, lead out loud. A, a sense of family, a sense of community, and Y, you are built to last. I'm an ordinary woman from Kokomo, Indiana, who has been blessed to do extraordinary things. I am a wife, mom, small business owner of two businesses, and recently retired from the United States Air Force after serving 30 years. I'm also a fitness enthusiast, love to shop and entertain, like to watch the shows Judge Judy, 48 Hours, and any criminal investigative documentary. I also enjoy singing, completing craft projects on my Cricut Maker, mentoring others, reading self-development books, traveling, and spending time with family and friends. On today's session, we will discuss energy. So what does your energy say about you? What kind of energy are you bringing into your work environment? Are you connected to your body language? Have you ever heard someone say that when you walk into a room, your energy introduces you before you even speak? So many people grow up hearing that positivity is key, but unfortunately, as we grow up, it can be harder and harder to be positive, especially in these unprecedented times. Life has many snags and issues that we all must learn to deal with. And work can be an especially stressful place with deadlines and clients and coworkers. Our energy is very powerful and it speaks volumes about who we are and how we feel about ourselves. Another important concept about energy is that the energy we put out in the world is reflected back onto us. This is why it is so important for us to treat each other the way we wish to be treated. We often get caught up in our day-to-day workload and forget to treat others with kindness and respect. We must always remember that we deserve to be treated with compassion and respect. Have the expectation of receiving this treatment and accept nothing less. Abide by the golden rule And remember to nurture your energy with positivity, compassion, and respect. Our energy speaks of many things, including our our intention, our mood, and our confidence. Our energy can invite others in or turn them away. So how does your energy introduce you to others? So during my career, I found that the best thing you can bring to your team as a leader is your energy. This is true not just for your team, but for your family, for your friends, for your life. 
great leaders seem to have a reservoir of emotional, spiritual, and relational energy that's contagious. So early in my career, I struggled with my energy level. But after I mastered a few disciplines, I rarely struggle with my energy level now. So how do you become one of those leaders who have energy on more days than you don't? I promise you, a few simple disciplines can turn the situation around for you quickly, starting today. So listen up. The first thing you need to do is you need to get some sleep. Get seven to nine hours of sleep a night. I go to bed every night between the times of 9.30 and 10. Because most of us need far more sleep than we're getting. And I realize that I need more sleep to keep my energy level up. You will be tempted to sleep less because you have so much to do when you get seven to nine hours of sleep a night. So just do the opposite, all right? Get to bed on time, which is what I try to achieve every night between 9.30 and 10, and you will wake up refreshed. Something that would have taken you three hours to do in a day state might not only might only take you an hour or so when you're fully alert. You've actually saved time by sleeping more. The next is you have to exercise regularly. I get up early every day to work out. Every day that you may be asking. <laughs> yes, every single day. I work out for about an hour or so in my home gym, then walk for about 45 minutes after my son gets on the bus for school. If you're still working, you can break those up into 15 minute chunks. You know, take breaks and then you can go out and walk around. But my goal is to get in at least 20,000 steps per day. It makes me a better thinker and the ideas I generate in my workouts are often far better than the ideas I generate just by either watching TV or staring at my screen or, you know, uh, thinking of things that I could be doing in my office, but I really don't, I never really got those things done. So since a big part of building my businesses right now is generating content and thinking, I find that exercise direct, directly makes me a better leader. So, plus I'm still down 60 pounds from 31 years ago. That alone makes me attack life with more vigor. You gotta eat better, y'all, eat better. I made significant changes in my diet. For me and for many others, what I eat has a direct impact on my energy level. I significantly reduced added sugar out of my diet and experienced a direct energy boost. No more sugar crashes. I've cut out bread, sodas, and candy. But on Saturdays, I do give myself permission to eat whatever I like, but I know how my body reacts to certain foods, so I eat limited amounts of that and control my portion, portion size so I don't feel that ucky crash feeling. All right, so now, what is your relationship with God or the one you call God or your universe? Well, who is that to you, right? Well, it, for me, it's God. 
in the first hour or two matters so much. I start with the prayer and I end my day with prayers and I cultivate this closeness with God that is with me throughout the day. And when I miss it, I feel it. I realize the Nighthawks would struggle with this, but to me, starting a day with Christ anchors it in Christ. So personally, this is a real help to me. I also have fun. Fun is work for me though, all right? I am not this type of person who just like, you know, randomly goes out and and does something in a compulsive nature. Um, But I know many people lack energy um, because they lack a hobby. So I found that for myself and I have, I have now a hobby. (laughs) It's a little bit expensive, but you know, I needed to turn to something to get away from work. So that way I can go back to work more refreshed. So I have a Cricut maker and I like to make personalized t-shirts, labels for water bottles, cards, you know, um, just a, a mirrors. I've made many things. Well, it's the top of the mirrors I, I decorate, but I make many things with my Cricut maker. Uh, and there are days when I can just spend hours making gifts and it makes me feel accomplished in a relaxing way. So develop a hobby. You have to spend time with people who energize you. I think this is the biggest thing that I found um, to be most helpful. So let's be honest. Some people energize you and some people drain you. The challenge with leadership is that you can end up around a lot of people whose needs leave you drained at the end of the day. It's a good idea to make even a short list of people who energize you and then make sure you get around them regularly whether that's for coffee, for breakfast, or even a phone call. Because only spending time with people or issues that drain you leaves you feeling drained. And we don't need that. All right, you've got to schedule what I call white space on your calendar. All right. And this simply means it's a space on your calendar with nothing but time to think and work on your profession, not necessarily in the profession. This is so important to talk about because so few leaders, including myself at times, set set aside time to really think. When I started in my last job, I quickly learned scheduling appointments back to back without time to prepare was absolutely exhausting. But when you have that white space, um, I found that I could run back into everyday leadership again, with renewed energy and passion. So in between your appointments, schedule some times, build it into your calendar where you're at, you know, 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes uh, in between. If you've got a really um, busy schedule, um, please try your best to do that because it will help. And I also find found that I had to do my most important work first. And one of the reasons you get agitated later in the day is because people will knock on your door needing something or just show up to your door needing something. And all you can think of in the back of your mind is, I got this project to do. Well, what if you did that project first thing in the morning? 
you, you look at your calendar, you create the space on the calendar for it. Um, as the saying goes, eat the dirty frog first. And what this means is work on the harder and laboring tasks first thing when you're fresh. If you get the most important task for the day done first, then the interruptions that come later will feel less like burdens and then they'll feel more like opportunities. Next, and I kind of mentioned this before when I talked about, you know, exercising regularly, um, you've got to get up and you got to walk around. You got to take some quick breaks. Get Step away from your desk. Step away from the computer. Um, you know, go outside. Get some air. Go for a quick ride. Maybe if you're a bike rider or if you are a walker, go out for a walk at lunchtime. And, you know, grab some coffee if you need to. Call up a friend and have them meet you somewhere. I found that when I have a just when I had a day of meetings, breaks like this, even if they're only for 90 seconds or for five minutes, they allowed me to tackle what's next with renewed energy. So I'm still learning about how to bring my best energy, but I do know this when these things are present in my life, I bring much better energy to whatever I'm doing. So here's a challenge for you. Why not implement three changes starting today and see if you notice a change within 48 hours? Maybe it's just going to bed early or ditching that soft drink or getting out for a walk or getting up early to have some time with God. So, but you know, I when I started doing these few disciplines, I found out that my energy was, it just shifted into a more positive way. So go ahead, pick three that I just gave and try them out. And in the meantime, some of you have ideas too, right? So how about you? What fuels, it's a rhetorical question, what fuels your energy? And remember, your energy is a powerful tool. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, Keep on slaying until you can't slay no more. If you really like this podcast, please go to my website. Check out what I have there. I have more blogs and I have more podcasts on Anchor and Spotify. All right. Have a great day.